0: myself a connoisseur of bad movies. Either I watch a bad movie on a day where I have a lot of free time or make a drinking game out of it or just enjoy its campiness. But this is not that. Today we're overanalyzing the 2019 movie, Inferno. So there I was sitting, thinking of a good way to waste my time during quarantine, and being a normie, I decided to watch a movie, and I stumbled onto this. It's the story of a girl trying to cope with the disappearance of her parents, while trying to document a phenomena that occurs, marking the arrival of something outworldly, while a possessive and jealous boyfriend tags along, starring Susie Block. As the protagonist, the same actress who has worked in masterpieces like American Mummy and Dude Bro Massacred 3. Wow, they made three of those. But jokes aside, I feel like she wasn't the worst. The major issue with her part is that her portrayal lacked chemistry with anything. So, young little Camille loses her parents while camping when she hears strange ominous sounds and then we jump to 25 years later because that's how we do it. Now, she is traumatized by this and is a weird artist because that's how that works. Also, this scene of her explaining her art to Roberta was so bad. This girl sits there and goes, yeah, so I make art like this and this and then it looks like this and this because my parents went missing when I was a kid and Roberta's reaction is the best because there isn't one. She's like, yeah, cool, whatever. Then we meet Camille's boyfriend who's playing drums without drums while she's just standing there looking at him. Like it's obvious they wanted it to be cute, but thanks to the color tone, the camera work and a serious lack of chemistry between the actors, it just looks awkward and forced. Now, her boyfriend Hunter is happy to see her. And yes, his name is Hunter. I really feel that that name should only be for dogs and not people, but then she tells him that she's gonna be out with some lame ass dude named James, and our boy Hunter gets mad because guess what? It's their anniversary, and she forgot. And she then tells him how tired and worked up she is, and she's sorry, so he shouldn't be angry because, yeah, that's how that works. Hunter is like, Stay away from that guy, he just wants to. You know, yeah. it's one of the most played out cliches at this point but people still use it for some reason. So she's like yeah nah mate, he's like alright then and well they decide to spend some time together and then we have a scene that was so brilliantly made. I can't even explain it but I will cause that's kinda the whole point of this. It may seem like a poorly visualized and badly directed scene with terrible acting, but not to me. This scene is the representation of their whole relationship. Kamir is spending time with her boyfriend Hunter and they're drinking and having a good time. And then she's sitting hunched over while Hunter is just laying on his back with his eyes closed. And then in an effort to have a conversation about something that is bothering her and eating away at their relationship, As someone who spends her life making creepy art and chasing weird sounds in the forest, claiming that her parents were taken away by a sound and not even remembering her own anniversary, it seems like a justified question to ask from a guy who's with you. And Hunter, Hunter does something that exemplifies exactly what this relationship is like. He falls asleep. Like she says this and turns around, and my man is just drunk and asleep. Later, James informs Camille that people are live streaming a sighting and that they should check it out. So after an argument with Hunter, she heads out to the spot with James. But it turns out that the roads are closed due to landsliding and both of them end up getting on a train. And this is when we find out that, surprise surprise, Hunter is following them and is with them on the train and now all three of them are in a compartment sitting on the floor with no seats in the cold even though they have another compartment with seats in it like why? now they have nothing to do and my man Hunter, being the dude he is brought the boobs so they do the obvious thing and drink and fall asleep On waking up, they find out that the train has stopped. The meet played by Sarah Shoots, tells them that the train has been stuck here for an hour and that her husband, who had gone to talk to the conductor, is missing. Hunter goes out to look for them and doesn't come back. Camille and James go. They find nothing and come back and Rita is like, Friend, please, please, and instead of telling her to go look for him herself or something, they go out and again. And this time, Camille sees a dead body and runs away, and James follows her. They go in, and Rita isn't there, and there's another way sound, and they follow it. And it turns out to be the radio of one of the passengers who is also missing now. Stuck in a tunnel and it's freezing cold. Then they contact someone through the radio to rescue them. And that's when they see Rita's frozen body. They freak out. Both of them go back to their compartment and cozy up and fall asleep. It's so cute. And then James freezes and dies. Then Camille is scared for her life and then poof. He explains that he saw someone and kept following them and that took him far away and then they both leave somehow like we have no idea what happens what they just, they just leave okay just accept it. and well the next day camille is watching the news on tv when she sees a reporter interviewing rita about the incident and boom the movie's over that's all that's all i have that's like, Yeah, that was the movie. Wow. Now, I have two major issues with the movie. First, the sound, and second, the execution of the story. As someone with common sense, if you are making a movie where sound is an integral part of the plot, then isn't that something you want to be good? Like, imagine if they made the sound of music, but forgot the music part. Won't that be the stupidest thing ever? Sure, you can claim that you wanted to keep the sound vague, but that doesn't justify everything else. The problem is the quality of sound in the movie, be it the score or the dialogues. Whoever was in charge of that has done a shoddy job and well, it really takes away from the already dead movie experience. Then there is the execution. The writer, director, editor, Dutch Mauritsch, who is also the cinematographer, hasn't done the movie justice. The cinematography comes out as amateurish and lacks any artistic touch. It is very linear and the use of angles has been done in a manner that does not complement the scenes. The camera work is shaky and the tone of the whole movie is super dull. The story could be better But the bigger issue with it was the way it has been presented to the audience. A story that is focused on something so internal to the character needs time and a great actor to portray it. The way the scenes are directed and the movie is played lacks any flavor at all. The direction lacks a vision of the story that could be perceived as entertaining or interesting in the least. Then come the actors. The biggest issue is the lack of chemistry between them and the worst dialogue delivery I have seen in ages. The scene between Camille and Roberta was hilariously bad. Rita as a character is just the weirdest. This is a pointless movie that lacks technical skill and any creative vision. Stay away from it.